Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Thanks for being here. Had a wonderful weekend in Durham and Richmond. I had such a blast. Wow, what great shows. Durham, you really showed out. That's the biggest show I've ever played. It was totally overwhelming. We were at this gorgeous theater called Deepak, Durham Performing Arts Center, right next to the jail. Shit was on lockdown. It felt good. I could feel the energy from the people who got DUIs the night before. I could feel it. I went out and I did it for them. It's been so amazing to see all these cities across America. I feel so blessed. Y'all, there's been so much just cool, joyful shit that's happened in the last week. And my nerves are are excited. I'm so pumped to come do these three sold out shows in New York to then go to Boston and take Boston Robin with me and just Cincinnati's coming up. And then we got two shows back to back in Minneapolis. Listen, I need my prayer warriors on this. I'm dead ass serious. I need you praying for strength, for health. I got a lot riding on the line and I want to give you guys banging, just knock them out of the park shows. And I really need you to ask to pray for me. My legs are aching. I don't know what medically is going on. My legs hurt. And then when people come to the show, they go, Heather, you run across the stage all night. You're dancing. You like, like this is a full Shakira Samba moment. But my legs have been killing me. And it almost feels like a growing pain. You know, when you're 12 and you're at camp, you'd wake up in the middle of the night to that kind of dull shooting, but also numb pain, sharp, but dull and numb at the same time. That's what I'm getting. I'm elevating the feet. I'm stretching. But um, overall, I need to make it. Keep me in your thoughts and prayers and I'll keep you in mind. But what I, y'all, I have to bring my mother in for this episode because she really pulled a fast one on me this weekend. I thought I was going. I knew she was, I thought I was going to do these shows and she was coming along. We were just going to have some fun. And of course she bamboozles me at every turn. And it, the weekend became stressful in a weird way, but in a funny way. And I may have overreacted to some things, but I just remember anytime Robin comes on the road with me, it's always a shit show. If I could put her in a baby Bjorn or a papoose and just leave her on my hip, I, I would sleep better at night. That's probably why my legs fucking hurt. Cause I walk about five miles on stage and then I get off and have to chase her ass out of the bar. We got a great episode for you today. I'm about to bring her in. Again, you can get tickets at heatherontour.com. We're going to release a few tickets here and there for the New York shows. It's pretty much sold out, but I got a couple that I might release for people that, you know, I was going to hold them for. And I said, fuck it. I want the fans there. That's all I care about. I don't care about the people in the industry. Oh, great. You work at some network. Well, are you going to give me a job? If not, I want my hussies there. I'd rather give the seats to the people who have been ride or die. I can't thank you enough for making Love Hard this wonderful, warm-hearted Christmas movie movie I was so privileged to be a part of. Number one on Netflix. You guys are doing so much for my career. You have no idea. And even though I'm a small role in the movie, there's so many eyes on it. And you have no idea how in- insanely grateful I am for your support. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. But let's get into it. I know you love her. Thank you guys also for being so supportive of my family and allowing them to be a part of this journey and letting me share them with you. Because I mean, now you know where I fucking come from. She's got red hair. She's a pain in my ass, but we love her. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Robin, my mother. Mom. What? You're in trouble. Why am I in trouble? Because you really bamboozled me this weekend. Heather, 
We were going to your show. I met yeah. this guy on Bumble. Here, they don't even know. I met this guy on Bumble. He seemed nice. Yeah. So I thought I would fix him up with a couple of my friends that decided to come to the show. Right. Here's the problem. This is deflection. You talked about this before on the last episode. You are perusing Bumble, not for your own needs, but you want to play matchmaker. No, Heather, if I found somebody that I thought was amazing, I would jump on it. Okay, but you're not. And so instead you brought this dead weight to my weekend. So do you know what it's like to go out with you? And, Why? And, and Lady A, it is like, it is literally, Mom. Babysitting. Like babysitting two toddlers. You both are choking on cookies. <laughs> no, Trying to get not. into the liquor cabinet. <laughs> no, Touching hot things, burning yourselves. Tripping over the sidewalk. I'm trying to focus on the show, one of the biggest shows ever. And then my mom says, meet me for coffee. Great. I'm walking out of the hotel. Yes. Want to meet her for coffee? There is a strange man at the table. This man has on cargo pants. I immediately clench my asshole and go... These fucking bitches brought a bumble date. Also, you look like polygamous. You look like you were about to have a three-way. Let's call him Alan. Let's just call him All Alan. All right, we'll call him you Alan. You looked like you were about to gangbang poor old Alan. No, we weren't. I didn't know he had cargo pants on. I didn't notice that. He couldn't take a steamer or a, a, a tight iron to the back Heather, of the shorts. Lo- you know what? The poor man's looking for a wife. And I thought he was going to be great for this friend of mine. Mom, why do you keep saying poor man? Who gives a fuck? When did you become this misogynist? He's looking for a wife. Yes, yeah, so are men in China because they killed yeah, all the true. women babies for years and now they're fucked. It's not our job oh, that is true. to yeah. find him a wife if he can't press his fucking pants before he comes for a cold brew. Well, I felt sorry for him, Heather, because he told me before we went to the show that he liked this lady, let's call her Linda Lee. He liked Linda Lee, went out with her several times. Uh He thought he was falling in love. I guess he came on a little too strong. And she told him he was a nice guy, but not for her. So his heart was broken. And then I thought I'd fix him up with my other friend. Okay, but this is it, Mom. These men on the Instagrams or on the Bumbles are not... It's not a broken bird. It's not a bird with a, a loose wing. Okay. Because you know what you, you did? So you bamboozled me. I show up to coffee. I go in to shake this man's hand. I'm like, okay, this could be adventurous. This could be fun. Maybe I'll get some new material. This man came in with a fucking oyster clam bake of a of a handshake. Heather, you probably made him very nervous. As I should. You made him nervous. And then he's sitting next to our friend and she kind of liked him and he liked her. And they just met. Mom. They, I know. Doesn't matter. So then I asked the guy, okay? I said, hey, apparently he flies planes. Okay? I said, so what do you like to fly? I.e., what, what's your aircraft? What's your equipment? What do you ghost ride in the whip in? And he goes, I said, what do you like to fly? And he goes, well, usually planes. <laughs> I almost punched him in the fucking I line. know. He didn't know that you and Ashley used to do touch and goes and dad's playing. It doesn't matter. I know. It was a massage. It was like something a 65-year-old man would say. Well, you know, usually planes. <laughs> yeah, You're no a woman. No- you don't know anything about aviation. Yeah. You know another thing, Heather? His photo. He looked much younger in his they photo. I know. And then when I saw him, it was like, mm, you aged about 10 years. Yeah. This episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast is brought to you by Foria. You want to talk about something sexy? <laughs> oh, baby. I'm going to tell you how the Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil has uh, made me not only more horny, but come like a champ. Yeah, we're starting off this podcast episode strong with one of the best orgasms and sex I've ever had. Now imagine that it could even be better with products that were designed to naturally enhance sexual pleasure and give you access to bigger and better orgasms. Honey, solo or with a partner? Who is for you? Okay, I know you're probably like, what, what is this, Heather? What, what are you getting here? Foria is using all natural and plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. Here's the deal. I started doing a little research on them. I was like, okay, you know, when somebody claims something like that, you're like, let me get, let me hit the Googler and see what's actually going on. They have a serious cult following with tens of thousands of people. The reviews are insane. Some of the testimonials, you're like, your jaw drops. You're like, damn, Gina and Mark are getting freaky. Their Foria's bestseller is their Awaken Arousal Oil, and it's the ultimate pregame 
listen, I don't even know how to tell you how to use it. You know what I mean? To put a couple drop drops on that crop top. You feel me? What's an arousal oil? Awaken is like a juicy warm-up that helps you really get turned on, increasing your pleasure and deepening your orgasms with a partner or solo. They've got used together. You have Foria's Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil are the perfect combo for peak pleasure. We're already getting hot and steamy. I don't even know if I can have my mom come on after this. Hell, maybe I'll put some in her stocking stuffer. So yes, you have my permission to try this. I fully endorse you. Go ahead and treat yourself to more deeper, fuller pleasure wherever you can as often as possible. And you can start with the bottle of Foria. F-O-R-I-A. Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash absolutely or use code absolutely at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash absolutely for 20% off your order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil. Honey, you'll thank me later. Now let's get to the podcast. I also used to talk to this other person. What? I did. I talked to this other person. He was fun. And then, um, you know, I mean, I was too old for him. And then I saw that he took himself back on a bumble and he grew two inches because I guess 5'10 wasn't working. Mm. So he, now he's six feet. Okay. So, mom, mom, is this also a part of your opening act? Bit? No, it's not an act. This is the truth, Heather. Mom, here's the problem. You cannot have these first dates or for no. your friends, for your enemies. Yeah. I don't care if you try to set Satan up with the match, yeah, don't what? do it at my show. No, all right. Because then I had to stare at this man. He was point blank period sitting behind you at the fucking show. Yeah, but he was with the date. Which was also sketchy. Yeah, but so he you told said me. It- I set him up with my friend, but he had already bought two tickets and he had promised to take this friend of his who's just a friend. And he laughed hysterically. He thought you were funny as anything. Mom, this is the other thing. Please, for the love of God, do not tell these random men who I am or what I do. I don't need them coming to the shows. Well, he did feel a little out of place. Good. Yeah. And I think he did get a couple of the jokes. I mean, I was on the floor laughing. Yeah, I'm fucking hysterical. Yeah, you are. You're Grade funny. A prime beef talent. <laughs> I just, I couldn't believe this. I was like, my mom comes to the first show of the year and she's she's running... She's holding Bumble Court at this coffee shop in Durham. And I said, this bitch, I knew she had an agenda because you had a little extra pep in your step when you got in the car to do the five-hour drive up to Raleigh. Right. And I was talking to a lot of other people, giving them advice. I know. I have to stop doing that. Stop. You're you're also a public figure now in the sense that you need to be more careful about your privacy, just about everything. You can talk to people. You give everybody your fucking number. You take photos with everybody. You don't know. People, I trust no one. Oh, got, Heather. Mom, you got to stop. Okay. You're, you're, a, you're a wonderful elderly woman. I'm not, Heather, you make me like I'm walking around with a wheelchair. Honey, I have more step in my pep than you. Pep you in your step. Pep in the step or and this whatever. Is how the dementia starts. Yes. No, I don't have dementia. Wait. Don't you worry about me, sweet lips. Can you tell everybody how Jeff thought you died on the toilet the other day? Oh, you can tell them how he thought I was dead on the toilet. You know, just before you pass, this happens to ever, to a lot of people. Uh-huh. You shit yourself. <laughs> can I say that? Mom, you, yeah. you could literally right. say yes. anything. Okay, so that's just what happens. I guess you clean yourself out yeah, as you before do. you head off to heaven. Yeah. So we just had a friend of ours who passed, who died on the toilet. And I guess that stuck with Jeff. Yeah. And we have a big house. And I guess I left the light on in the bathroom. I shut the door and I was upstairs in my office. And he thought I was in the toilet. The whole and he, time. The whole time. For, he thought I was in there for 20 minutes. And he's thinking, do I knock on the door? Do I open the door? Did she die on the toilet? Fuck you, Jeff. I'm not going to die on the toilet. I'm going to walk outside and get yeah. hit by an asteroid. Yeah, fuck you, Jeff. Say it loud yeah. and proud. Fuck you. Fuck you, Jeff. So literally, I come home and like, this was the top of, no, the end of last week. He goes, I didn't want to tell you this. I had a real, something happened this week. I was like, what? He goes, I thought your mom died on the toilet. <laughs> I'm like, what? what? He said he was frantically pacing back and forth in the basement, wondering if he should call me to call you. He was too afraid to knock on the door because he thought you had 
just he was like you were in there for 30 minutes and you weren't making any sound i wasn't in there he thought i was in there exactly sam quiet like a little stealth mouse and i left he had his um eyes peeled to the tv and i walked up the stairs and i ended up going into my office don't worry people this babe is not exiting on the toilet. No, but you you know where you may exit? In a fucking ditch. If you go on another date with a man that you meet on the internet, it's it wasn't not even a for date. you. I don't care if it wasn't for you and it was for your friend. Stop. Okay. I, Mom, I so help me God, if the vaccine is a microchip and a tracker, bitch, you're getting a booster shot a week <laughs> because I need to keep an eye on you. I only have one mom. Oh, you're so sweet. I know and I don't want a stepdad anytime soon unless he is mega wealthy, and he says, girls, take the yacht, have fun. Oh, I'd and like we, someone like that. He's not coming to Christmas. I don't care who you end up with. He's not coming to Christmas. Oh, no, this guy isn't coming. He's no, not I mean me. any, No, I mean oh. anybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, you, you bamboozled. And then I bring you up on stage. You grab the mic out of my hand like Barbara Streisand reincarnated. And then today, very exciting, Love Hard, the adorable Christmas movie I'm a part of, a minor role but star presence, hit number one worldwide on Netflix. And I went to go open a sugar-free candy this morning and Robin slapped it out of my hand and said, you're a star now, you can't be fat anymore. And then asked me to spit out my candy. So I want everyone to know I got A, bumble bamboozled this weekend and then hate crimed by my own mother. Well, I didn't know it was sugar-free. It was sugar-free, that well, was all the point. Well, you didn't need, need to eat it, Heather. I'm trying to keep you stealth. Stealth? Well, Mom, I make money because I'm thick. Oh, all right. Well, have another piece of candy. (laughs) Moneybags McMahon. No. Mom, you Jeff had never seen you be that savage. It was like something, you saw the rating. I was like, guys, guess what? Oh my God, we're number one on Netflix. And then you panicked and you literally go, spit out the candy. Spit the fucking candy out. Like your head was spinning exorcism style. And I'm like, mom, what are you talking about? Well, I thought you were just eating it because you were nervous. And I didn't want you to be a nervous eater. Because I was nervous. You know what? Chew gum. No calories. I can't chew gum because I have an overactive jaw. Oh, I didn't know that. You do have an overactive jaw? No, I have like TMJ from stress and hormones. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't seem sorry. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) I love you, Heather. Oh, tell them what I did the other day. You tell them, Mom. All right, so the other day, I'm trying, we were going to dinner with some friends of ours, and Heather said, Mom, let's go to dinner with, you know, some friends of ours. And I said, okay. So the next day I say to Heather, Heather, what time do you want to go to dinner, tonight or tomorrow? And she snaps at me. And I'm, I said, Heather, you're the one who said we were going to dinner. I don't know your damn friggin' schedule. So I text my friend Susie, and I ended up sending it to Heather instead of Susan. I said, I live with the bitch, and I can't even get 10 minutes of her time. She sent it to me. And I sent and it I to need, Heather. And your true Bostonian Robin came out. So, Mom, you texted me. I live with the freaking bitch and I can't even get her to respond. I can't get 10 minutes. And I can't get 10 minutes. And I responded, mom, period. And then you sent me like the emoji with the little tongue out, like, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. And then you said, didn't apologize. You immediately went, dropped off Riggs at at school today. He didn't even want to hang out with me. He ran right in. He loves his friends. I felt so rejected. And I said, deflection. (laughs) This is what you do. You immediately change the subject. Mom, you could hit, you could run over a school bus full of children and you would literally be like, I heard there's a sale at Target and just keep going and act like it didn't happen. And that's another thing I need to bring up to my therapist. What, what do you mean you're a therapist? You don't need a therapist. Talk to me. Mom, you, I you tried to talk a good to life. Mom, I tried to talk to you today and you told me in order to be a star, I had to spit out my fucking candy. Well, okay. Mom, that's you understand we have a we don't have a normal relationship. We have a very truthful, honest relationship. Yes, I'm we glad do. you tell me things like spit out my candy. Because then I, the 10 minutes later you'd be like, you're beautiful, love yourself. But I'm also like, it's a lot of mixed messages. Oh, Heather, be quiet. You, <laughs> you, you are so, you are so lucky. I am lucky. Yeah, I'm are. just saying. Lucky. How am I ever going to have a date, Heather? You're and never going to let she me. she just did it. She <laughs> pivoted. She pivoted so hard. Mom, I will let you have a date. Yes, but you know what? They're all old. Mom, I here's mean, the thing. You're creme de la creme. Kobe beef. You don't need a random guy who lives in Raleigh. Well, he wasn't for me. 
He was still a nice guy, the but poor thing. But mom, you're bored. And that boredom leads to you ending up organless in a ditch somewhere <laughs> or a cooler in the back of some guy's barn in fucking Raleigh. No, and guess I don't, what? I don't I think so. I can't keep up with you. I'm not going to end up in a ditch, Heather. Either that or dead on the toilet. And I need you to <laughs> hunker the fuck down. Mom, can you just not tell these guys your personal information? I don't tell them my don't personal. Don't tell them who I am. It's not cool. You don't need to brag on your kids. Tell them that you're one, you got one kid in the military and you got one that's in the CIA. Oh, and if they right, stick yeah. around, you know they're, they're good people because they have nothing to hide. You know what, Heather? I didn't even think of that. That's a great idea. Yeah, so you have two sons. Yeah, I have two twin sons. boys. Twin boys. One's in the CIA, one's in the FBI. Yeah, CIA special services. Good idea. Good idea. Yeah. And then if they're like, fantastic. Well, I've got two daughters who are in the CIA. And, you know, they may be playing the same game, but either way, right. you need to protect yourself. Yeah, that's true. Another great gift you could give to somebody for Thanksgiving, Christmas, just for surviving this past year, modern fertility. You got a sassy broad in your life that you're like, I don't know if she wants kids. I don't know if she's thought about it. Maybe she does want kids. Maybe she's been saying fertility doctors or thought about it and, you know, wants to check her, her, her levels. That's why I love modern fertility. Modern fertility, honestly, I think is one of the, the most empowering gifts we could give each other as women for birthdays, for anything, shit, whatever we're celebrating. Let's give the gift of modern fertility. What is it, Heather? I'm about to tell you. Um, here's the deal. Modern fertility makes it possible with an easy at-home fertility hormone testing kit. Basically what you do, you order the kit, you do a little finger prick, you send your results back, you send your blood sample in, and then they let you know, you talk to experts who can give you a better insight into your hormone levels, what they all mean, what your fertility looks like. I didn't know what I didn't know about fertility until I tried modern fertility. And then I sent one to my sister and other friends. And truly, I think this is just a smart, great gift that sometimes we don't think to, to spend on ourselves. And then you go to the doctor and you realize what this kind of testing costs in the doctor's office, and it could be up to thousands of dollars. But with modern fertility, you are literally getting getting it at a fraction of the price. Um, and this, you can get all the same info you would in a doctor's office for $159. And here's the deal. If you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you can get $20 off your test. So that means it's only $139 instead of the several hundred or even thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. I got you $20 off the test. Modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Oh, God. And why can't we just go to a bar and pick somebody up like we used to when we were 21? What were your pickup lines, Mom? Um, I really didn't have pickup lines, but if I, I would always give everybody a telephone number, but I would give them dial a prayer if I didn't like them. What is dial a prayer? It was like six, five, six, one, two, one, two. I don't mean what the number is. What is dial a prayer? It was you in the phone book. You could dial if you wanted to pray with somebody. You could. So it's a it's a prayer hotline. Yeah, it's a Mom, prayer hotline. Click, clicking your acrylic okay. nails on the table. It was a prayer prayer hotline. And if I didn't like them, I gave them dial a prayer. If I liked them, I gave them my number. What was your number? Whatever the hell it was, <laughs> I forget. One seven nine three six five four. Yeah, something like that. You know, I've only had two. Fixer-upper dates in my life. What do you mean? Well, where somebody was going to fix you up. You didn't know what the guy looked like. Okay, mom, 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 mom. All right. Stop moving your hands. All right. That you didn't know what the guy looked like, okay? Blind date. A blind date. Fixer-uppers. Fixer-upper, whatever the hell Okay, Joanna Gaines. Mom, (laughs) stop. You've only been on two blind dates. Yes, two blind dates. Okay, and how'd they go? All right. One Aunt Kim set me up with. The guy was, I think I was in my late 20s, and this guy had to be 80 if he was that old. He owned a candy store, a candy factory. Uh, Okay. Yes. And my doorbell rang. She didn't tell me how old he was. All she said was, all she said was he was a little older than me. A little. This guy was ancient. And the doorbell rang. He came up the elevator. I see this guy walking down the hall, and he's got a box as big as this table. And he's tiny. And I thought it was a delivery. It was a delivery. He delivered 25 pounds of chocolates. <laughs> and I, um, Boner alert. Did you yeah. have sex with him? 
Are you kidding me? No. Uh, but I felt bad that I had to. Heather, I felt bad. <laughs> I figured I'd just go for coffee with him. So I go down the elevator with this little short guy. We get into his car that was a mess. And he had block. This is how short he was. He had blocks on the pedals. Pedals. Yeah, he had blocks on the pedals. Did he have like funky shoes too? Like like a lifted shoe? Lifted I didn't boot? look at his shoes, but he had candy wrappers everywhere. <laughs> and I thought, what the hell am I doing? Wait, I wanted was he testing ca- his own product? He ate the, his own product? No, he had, evidently yeah. he must have yeah. eaten candy on his way over to my house, over to my apartment. Mom, and we was didn't his have- name Charlie? Did he own a chocolate factory? <laughs> he did. He owned a, a candy factory up in Massachusetts. <laughs> And we didn't have cell phones. I wanted to kill Aunt Kim. Wait a minute. Aunt so Kim, you still got a, went on the date? You didn't say like, oh, make no, up something? No, what could I do? The guy showed up a 25-pound box of chocolate. Did you eat all the chocolate or did you sell it? No, I brought it to work and gave it to everybody at the airlines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was, and then so I- So where did he take you on the date? Well- where we went, we a friend of mine owned a restaurant, so we went to my friend's restaurant. It was my safe place. Okay. You, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Spoken like a true whore. Yes. It That's was my, my safe place. place. Okay. So we went in there, and I didn't have a nighttime date with him. It was a lunch date. And girls, if you go out with someone the first time, go for lunch. Don't go for a nighttime date because then they want to stay over. Ooh, with their chocolate. With their chocolate. This guy I mean, I would to, stay over with chocolate, but I don't want to stay over with, with, with their chocolate, yeah. you know? Yeah, and his glasses were thick, thick, thick. Mom, this is the most 1950s I story you can tell. Mom, but it, it was the like, truth. So this guy showed up. Turns out he was a little person and he owned a chocolate factory. This is actually this is actually the story of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Was there a golden ticket? No, I didn't see any golden Were ticket. Were there loose children running around no, the factory? No, but he called me up five minutes after he dropped me off. From I'd, where, a payphone? Yeah, I guess. His chocolate phone? Was it a real phone? I don't know whether he called me up. And, and I pretended it was the wrong number. Because Kim gave him my right number. He said, Robin, I had a wonderful time. I said, I'm sorry, Robin does not live at this <laughs> number. <laughs> what else could I do? Um, yeah, and then I had another blind date. Keep them coming. And I had another blind date that Carol uh, fixed me up with, and I was at her house. Carol and Kim, two, yeah. two cunts. Yep. So, so Carol was working. I was hanging out at her house. And at this time, we used to um, set our hair with these great big rollers, like toilet paper rollers would yeah. roll in our hair. Yeah. So I have those on fluffy slippers and I'm watching TV. The Mom, doorbell okay, rings. Stop. You are actually telling the story of the movie Grease. Okay? Well, they got it from me, sweetie. <laughs> they got it from me. Wow, the deflection on that one. Yeah. So the Mom, doorbell Mom. the doorbell Mom. rings, Heather. Yes, calm down. Okay. The doorbell rings. I opened the door and the guy said, I'm looking for Robin. He looked like a Greek god. He was so good looking. I said, come on in. I'll run upstairs and go get her. <laughs> That's what I did. Mom, and, and this I, happened in Greece. Well, they got it from me, Heather, because- Mom, mom they, this happened. This, this was like Miss Doubtfire or something. You're telling the, 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 the story of another story. Yeah. Well, it happened to me. <laughs> and I went out with him drooling, looking at him, and he never called me back. But he had a personality of a doorknob. So, but what if he had a big doorknob? Well, I didn't get to see it. <laughs> rats. Oh, rats. <laughs> he never called me. He was as boring as Mom. Yeah, he was pretty boring. Mom, that is the most like Oh, so he came to the door and I had my my rollers in and then I said, "Oh my god, he looks like Zeus." And then I said, "Hold on, I'll be right back. Robin's upstairs." Yeah. And then I ran up and I put on my 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 poodle skirt and I ran back down the stairs. And then he never called me again. Rats. I mean, what was this 1950s sad story? It wasn't sad. Heather, it was in the late 60s. I'm sorry. So what so what you were in bell bottoms? What what changes the the, the story? Nothing. I mean, I don't know about, yeah. That's what happened to me, Heather. Maybe it happens to a lot of people on blind dates. But this is what happened to me. So blind dates aren't for me. 
mom, the next thing you're going to tell me is you're going to say, me and my best friend, we had no money. We, ri- we we got robbed and our bird's head fell off. Then we taped it on and gave it to a blind kid downstairs. Then we rode a, a, sco- a giant, we got in a giant van that looked like a shaggy dog. And we went all the way across the country to return a briefcase to a to a man that you met once in the airport. Do you know what that is? No. That's the theme to Dumb and Dumber. Oh, Okay. Now, Heather, that oh happened to me. It went that right happened. over her head, guys. Yeah, I did. She literally it. looked at me. She goes, "Okay, okay not impressed." Yeah. Can I finish a fucking sentence without you cutting me off? All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Be real, deal, raw dog, honest with you right now. You know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, what are you getting for Christmas? What are you getting for Christmas for people?" I'm not getting anything except deliciousness. You know that, like, we've got cargo ships. They're stuck in the Suez Canal that probably will never make the light of day. Oh, did you order something online? It's it, you know what it's going to show up. May. So you know what you should give someone? The gift of deliciousness. And that's why I love June Shine. What's June Shine? Honey, it's an adult beverage, but it's a better adult beverage. Why? Because it's friggin' delicious. It's light. It's refreshing. Also, it's better for you alcohol. It's made with only real organic ingredients. And unlike other alcoholic beverages, it only has three grams of sugar, low carb, and full of probiotics. Now, I want to ask you something. Have you ever given the gift of good gut flora? Have you ever given the gift of, you know, uh, I would say fart freedom by giving somebody something delicious, an alcoholic, crisp, refreshing drink that also has probiotics in it? I don't think you ever have. And you know what? That's why people talk about you behind your back because you give shitty gifts. But you know what you could do? You could get good gifts like June Shine. It comes in creative and delicious flavor combos. I, I love their brand new prickly pear margarita and they're always smooth, refreshing, and enjoyable. Best of all, it doesn't leave you in that I'm too full after drinking feeling and it gives you a lighter, brighter buzz. You know what I like? Light, bright, loose, loving. I like a light, bright buzz. June Shine is sustainably produced. They are 100% carbon neutral. They donate 1% of all sales to environmental nonprofits. Their brewery is powered by 100% renewable solar. Damn, fuck it up, June Shine. And they plant trees for those used to make our six pack boxes. Here's the thing. We've worked out a special deal for my listeners. Receive 20% off plus free shipping site-wide. I recommend trying one of their best-selling variety packs. It's a great way to try all their delicious flavors. Go to juneshine.com slash absolutely or use code absolutely at checkout to claim this deal. That's J-U-N-E-S-H-I-N-E.com slash absolutely. June Shine can also be found over 10,000 stores across the country, including Whole Foods, Safeway, Kroger, and Publix. You know, I love all those stores. And also give the gift that people actually want. And that's a delicious, refreshing, light, bright buzz by June Shine. Tell me more about some more dates. No, that was an interesting date. He didn't like me, but that's all right. Well, I'll find him and- Stab him in the throat too. Yeah. Did I tell people in, in I think I told people I found your ex-husband, your first husband. Oh God, he was a I found dog. him. He's alive on LinkedIn. And I'm about to pay him a visit because he owes you five hundred dollars. Oh, Heather, he can keep it. He is I, I, but yeah. I, I kinda wanna find what if like his granddaughters are fans of mine? They probably are, Heather. Or his kids. Yeah, they probably Should I see? are. Should I see if they're fans? No, don't maybe they're gonna come nope. to the show in nope. Boston. Nope. He's in Boston. Nope. Don't, don't, don't I'm do not going to say his name. I'm not going to do that. But I'm just going to say, I'm going to, I might do that later. I might sleuth a little, see if they follow me. And if they do, I'm going to say, hey, your dad or your grandfather owes my mother $500. Right. And if it's not in a cash, comes in cash in an envelope, slipped under the stage door at the Boston show, we're going to have some problems. Yeah. Ah, what are you going to do? It's your first, you Mom, know. why does he owe you $500, though? Tell the audience. The reason why he owes me $500 is because when we were getting a divorce. Yeah. Ooh. When we were getting a divorce, I offered to pay for it, and he said, I'll split it with you. So the day before we went in, he said, are you ready to go in? He didn't have to show up to court. I did. And he said, are you ready to go in? It was going to be an amicable divorce. We weren't splitting anything. I said, all right, great. I, and he owed me 500 bucks. So the next day after we went, the next day after I went through all the bullshit, I paid for everything. I called him and I said, hey, Charlie, I'm making up his name. Yeah. You owe me $500. You know, you want to write me a check? And he said, Robin who? Ooh, what a, what a. 
fucker. Yeah, what a jerk. He said, Robin who? Yeah, he sa- I said, hi, this is Robin. And he said, Robin who? And I just said, buddy, for $500, you just screwed yourself. And that's why I'm going to jail as soon as we get to Boston because I will find this man. I don't care if he's on dialysis. I don't care whatever. I know what a bad guy this was and yes. I'm glad you got out of that marriage. I mean, you yes. married him when you were 18 and I'm glad I had a wonderful father and yes, had a wonderful relationship with dad. But I'll tell you right now, I don't know why, but I woke up today and chose violence and I will murder this man. Right. You heard it here on the Absolutely Not Podcast. Absolutely yes to avenging your mother and getting her $500 back well, you from know, her first husband. Right. Well, you know why, Heather? Because we hear stories about all these girls that are dating these loser guys. Yeah. Who tell them they're not worth anything. Yeah. And their self-esteem has gone down. And then we find out that these loser guys are pushing these women around. You and I would... No. No. Not happen. No. we no, it, Like... Do you mean like the physical sense? Physical, yeah. Oh, no. Somebody lay a hand? Forget it. And that's not saying that if anybody's been in a, in a domestic relation, you know, abusive relationship, that's not their fault. Right. I'm just saying you and I were sitting at the kitchen table kind of talking about it this morning. And I was like the day I'm, and also if one of my girlfriends came to me and said, oh, this man's laid a hand, bitch. No. You've never seen me get in a UFC cage the octagon so quick. Yeah. I would be greased up. I'd have my fingerless gloves on and I'd be ready to give the one-two punch right to the scrotum. Right. There's no reason for a man to lay a hand on a woman. Never. Ever, ever, ever. ever. No. No. No you, way. But you, I mean, Robin, you're, you're, you're feisty and scrappy. Yeah. Someone tried that once with me. What do you mean? Eh, the guy pushed me, thought he, someone I went out with thought he, he pushed me. That was a mistake. Pushed you where? He just like pushed me back. He was in a bad mood or something. And he, he shouldn't have done that because my right leg came up. I kicked him so hard in his balls. He went right you. down. Yeah. He went down like a rock. And as he went down like a rock, my right leg went up again and came down again. I don't know if his penis still works, but that was <laughs> the last time he ever, ever. Good girl. Touched me. That's right. You know. I'm proud of you. Yep. I mean, I thought, who the hell do you think you are? But my dad used to make us do all this stuff. He was so afraid somebody would kidnap us. Yes. Well, so was my father. Yeah, that's true. I mean, dad was, oh, I, listen, I don't know how people feel about weapons, but I learned how to use a, yes, you I did. got my concealed permit the day I turned 18. Dad was like, you're not going to be driving in your car and not know how to defend yourself if you break down one day. Right. Because I was driving to Mississippi all the time. And I know people have very strong feelings about this, but I was trained. Like that's right. just what, what you did. Right. right. I mean, listen. This is a good this is a good reminder. I'm sure there's so so many people that listen, whether you're male, female, right. whatever, just want to make sure, you know, you gotta remember your worth. And right. I think that's what comes down to it. I know you're bored, mom, and I know we always talk about you dating, but for me, is I know your worth, you know your worth, and I don't want you to put yourself in a compromising position because you're bored and you're like, Heather, need, you need don't have, fun. you don't have to worry. I'm not gonna put myself in a compromising situation. The bottom line is. What can a guy do for me? Not Nothing. a lot. He can't add one day to my life. He can't. What can he do? Take me to dinner? I can take myself to dinner. That's a good reminder for right. women of all ages. Right. I mean, He's really. not going to add a day to your life. So, right. So be with somebody who's... You, you're gonna... I want to be with people who are joyful. Yeah. And... Well, it wasn't this crankpot. Oh, he's... Mom, I don't Mom, really stop. know. All right. Mom, but you have Stockholm Syndrome. You always defend the man. Yeah, I mean, you just stood up for women just now, but... Right. No, this guy, we just met this guy. I don't care. All right. Not the because cream he of the gave, crop. All right, because he gave you a clammy handshake? Yeah, he gave me a clammy handshake and well, he made I a bad get- joke about me not knowing about aviation. And then, let's really put the icing on the cake. He got up in another baby failed attempt to be funny at the table, turned to Jeff and goes, he said goodbye to everybody. He goes, uh, Jeff, good luck. Good luck. Like oh, what? I didn't hear him say that. Mom, you didn't? Because no. that's when I go, bye, sir. He said, good luck. You know what Jeff said? Jeff goes, fucking douche. Never want to see that guy again. Hate him. Don't like it. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't see that. He said, good luck. Like yeah. we were bad people. Listen, was I coming in with a hot attitude? I was. I was coming in a little aggressive because it just kind of threw me off. I didn't want, I was, I was up. I was anxious about the show. I didn't need to have small talk with this older man trying to slip in and steal my trust fund. I was very upset about he it. He wasn't for me, Heather. He was, he was for the lady that I was with us. I don't care. 
All right. I didn't want, I don't, I didn't he trust him. He didn't like him. him. Okay. So he didn't well, like him, he didn't said trust this. him. If you, if you think that you're going to start dating again and I'm not going to get a job at said Olive Garden and infiltrate the system, run security, be the hostess, I will be so method acting. They will be like, we didn't know you had a mom. We didn't know you did comedy. We just thought you were training to be a hostess at this Olive Garden yeah. right now. Heather, you don't have to worry. If somebody takes me on a date and he wants to take me to the Olive Garden, yeah. you don't have to worry. Next. I'm hitting you so hard with the best gifts. I'm hitting you so friggin' hard. Because you know what? When I open my stocking, when I open my Thanksgiving, you know, thanks for hosting. You know what's a great? Hey, you hosted me for Thanksgiving gift. It's a Manny Petty system from Olive and June. You know why? Because you think about it. You got a host who's been cooking, whipping things up in the kitchen. And maybe she's like, looks down and she says, hey, my nails don't look the way they should. Well, you know what? You could give her the Olive and June Manny system because it's the best. It's only five steps and it comes with a poppy, which is a patented brush handle that makes it so easy to paint with both of your hands. That's the thing. If you're doing at-home nails, you want to touch up after you just roasted the damn turkey. Well, guess what? You can do it because you can paint with both hands because you've got the Olive and June Manny system. It comes with all the tools you need in one box. And the Manny system also comes with six polishes. It breaks down to $2 a Manny. I use a spin fuck, like 80 bucks on a gel Manny. Because, you know, by the end of the time you get the crystals and then they end up scratching your cornea and you're blind because you went overboard with the damn acrylics. Well, live your life the easy way, the affordable way with Olive and June Manny system. Their polish is amazing. It's so shiny. It doesn't chip. And it, it, it literally, that never happens with polish. I was so afraid to, to switch over because, you know, you're like, it's going to chip. Guess what? Olive and June doesn't. And my nails have never really looked this good. And I did it to myself and they feel fresh. My nails are long. They're healthy. Olive and June Manny system is the secret behind Salon Perfect Nails at home. All in one, no guessing, no messy nails, no salon price tag. Get your new nail life. It is here. It is a great gift to give people these holidays. Get 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code absolutely at oliveandjune.com. We're done with expensive bad Mannies. This is the new us now, okay? Yes, mom, you've already told the story about your hard cracker. Like, you got to realize, listen, I'm glad you're getting out. I'm glad you're going to shows. But this is what you get on your Facebook and you bitch about. This is what you tell your girlfriends. Oh, let me tell you what happened at this restaurant. I had a, my panini was like a Frisbee. Like, that's it. it. That's it. But I was hungry, so I ate it. And then you bitched about it for four days. You know, Heather, I just went through my closet. Oh, here we go. (laughs) I did. I just went through my closet. I just lost 80,000 downloads. Why? What would you go through your closet? What I, are you about to say? Nothing fits. Yeah, it does. You're skinny. Nobody feels bad no, for no, you. No, 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 no. It fit. I was just, I have some really cute outfits. But I thought, where the hell am I going to wear all these things? So I need to start pushing Anywhere myself you want. up. Okay, this is why I brought you on the podcast. I want to talk to you about something. Uh-oh. I think you need to join a ladies group of Atlanta. Women that are in town doing things. You go to botanical gardens. You go to the museum. You need a new group of people. Yeah, I do. I love some of your friends, but either you get the ladies who are widowed and single and you guys go do shit, but you cannot be sitting around while your friends are dating. You need to be out and about with another group of women who do shit, mom, who go in town, who go to the museums, who do stuff. You sit on your iPad. I don't want you to become that lady who sits on her iPad and then dies on the toilet. You can't do that. <laughs> no, I won't. You have so much fun and spunk. As long as you go, listen, if anybody's listening to this and your moms are a part of some group, I don't care if it's a fucking garden club. I don't care if you go mall walking. Actually, you can't go mall walking. It's too dangerous at our malls. But regardless, you just need to be doing things. Yeah, I Ladies do have lunch. That. You should have a standing <laughs> lunch reservation at Le Bill Bouquet in Buckhead every Wednesday at one o'clock and you get you know what? wine a- drunk and you Uber there and Uber back. That's a great idea, Heather. Yeah. Yes. I need to do that with some new friends. Yeah. I mean, I love my friends, but yeah, I need to, yeah, I need to get out. You and need to branch out with things. some other women, I think that are also widowed because I think there's a common commonality right there. You know, it's funny because a few of my friends that are widowed mm-hmm. or are divorced, it seems like none of them want to get married again, but they want to have a date. They want to go out to dinner once in a while. A guy who loses his wife or who's divorced, he wants to get married immediately, immediately because he needs someone to wash his skitters. I'm sorry. What do, what do you mean skitters? You know what skitters are. What's a skitter? 
Heather. It's your underwear that has that little stripe <laughs> in the back because you scratched. I know. You like ever a, heard the word skitter? I don't. What did it oh, sk- skit across? Yeah. I've heard the term, you know. Um, road stain? Road stain. <laughs> Trail mark. Trail mark. We call them yeah. skitters. Okay, that's fine. Again, yeah. another 1950s term. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, because men don't know how to wipe. I said that on the podcast yeah. the other week. I said, the amount of, of my friends who've called me and said that they they realize their husbands don't know how to properly wipe their ass right. is alarming. Right. And what do we do about that? Maybe you get into some philanthropy charity work and you go <laughs> teach older men how, <laughs> how to, to properly oh, wash God. their fucking underwear. <laughs> right. And that's what they want to do. Men want to get married right away. They want someone to cook and clean. And women, we don't need it. No. 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 I want to see you once a week. A little romp in the hay and... Come dick me down and then go home. home. (laughs) Leave. Please. Yeah. That's terrible. It's not terrible, Mom. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a happy... I love my husband. Yeah. I'm in a happy phase. You know, whatever. There are days where I go, oh, come on. Two pumps and... Let's go. You know what I mean? Let's get out of here. I love my husband. I love him to death. You got a good one, I have a great one, but there are days where I go, just go downstairs and watch the Rangers hockey game. Get out of my hair so I can have a cup of tea and fart in peace. You know? Really? Really? That's another thing. What? At our age. Because you have, you know, loose farts all the time. Mom, you farted in Target and just, no, you screamed in the middle of Target. I got to poop and ran off. Do you know how traumatizing and triggering that was? I looked around and I go... I'm a, I'm a goddamn star. I'm a, I'm in a number one Netflix movie, and my mom in Target just screamed, "I got a poop!" and walked away. <laughs> I immediately thought TMZ was going to come around like the floor cleaning aisle and be like, "Oh god, snapping photos." Did I really? I did, I thought I said I have to go to the bathroom. No, mom, you screamed. That- I you ran, you were running towards our cart. <laughs> oh, and yes. then you threw the Windex yeah. and the pine salt in the cart, and I said. Are you okay? Because you looked worried yeah. and you yelled, I got a poop and just kept <laughs> I running. I did. Oh, I know. That was awful. I don't know what I ate, but when it was coming and it was <laughs> coming hot and heavy, I had to go. And you were mortified. I was mortified that you announced to the store. You might as well have gone to the front, stolen the PA <laughs> system, and be like, have. Re- Attention Target shoppers. My name is Robin <laughs> McMahon. My daughter's Instagram is Heather at Heather K. McMahon. She is a co-star role in a number one movie on Netflix. And also, I got a poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. See, so what do you do when you're 60? What do you do when you're 60 and you meet someone for the first time? You remember when you first date, yeah. you really like this guy and somebody farts. How do you break it? How do you... How do you Get past that. Like move move on from the awkwardness? Yeah, from the awkwardness. I think you light a match and keep going. Are <laughs> <laughs> you lay in bed at night? Wait, hold on. What happened? Uh, Riggs is at the door. Honey. No, you can't. I, I can't do anything in this house. No. <sighs> Riggs just got a bath and he's automatically down the stairs. And okay. I asked Jeff, I said, I need 40 minutes. I need 40 minutes yeah, to do a fucking podcast. Now, the forget it. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. No. This is why everyone's like, have a child. I'm not having a child anytime soon. I'll tell yeah. you why. You want to know why? Because I got to deal with it. It's going to be me. Yeah. Yep. Me and you. Yeah. And our farts. Right. And we're going to be running around. Instead of saying, you pooped your pants at Target, we go, baby A just pooped his pants at Target. <laughs> right. Or right. her pants. Right. Whatever. Right. Jeff will be. Jeff will be. be the what? <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God, Heather. We're finishing each other's sentences. You want to know why? Because we have Stockholm Syndrome. Also, do you know what Munchausen by proxy is? No. Did you ever see that movie on Hulu? It was this woman. What was her name? Rose. Rose something. Rose. Oh, fuck. What's the Hulu show? Hold on. Wasn't it? Uh, Gypsy Rose. I didn't see Okay. It. Some days I think I've been Gypsy Rose. Why? Gypsy Rose is this little girl. Oh, the mother told her that she was dying sick. and she and wasn't. Kept her sick and she could walk and she could talk and had all of her teeth removed and there was no reason for her teeth to be removed and she kept her pumped up on drugs because the mom was getting money from the, the county and then also like she was fucking crazy and so the daughter finds out, she gets an internet boyfriend, she finds out, I'm not, I'm not fucking sick and then she murders the mother and now she's in jail. Oh, wow. And there are days that I wonder, Oh, Heather, is that what Robin's doing? No, you know I adore you. I do adore you. But maybe you you take candy out of my mouth to keep me down. 
Oh, Heather, I, I didn't know it wasn't, it was sugarless. I thought you were just woofing it down because you were nervous and excited. And I was trying to save you. That's like Ashley was giving me some crap the other day. When is she not giving oh, us crap? Oh, that's true. I she, mean, every day, Ashley, yeah. giving us crap. Right. Uh, that's why she's a great lawyer. Yeah, she is, because she'll, she'll give you crap about about crap. Yeah. So, she'll argue with you over the crap. Uh, yeah. You go, Ashley, I'm agreeing with you. Mom pooped her pants at Target, and she'll go, but did she really? And you're like, I'm the one who told you she pooped. And then she turns it around on you, and you go, I'm fucking confused. Yeah. She drove me nuts the other day. She got yeah. me so crazy. I said, you try to murder me. <laughs> and she said, what? What? I said, yes. When you were six years old, you made breakfast in bed for me on uh-huh. a Mother's Day. Uh-huh. And I felt bad, so I ate it. And I was on the toilet for six days, whatever the hell you made for me. So you tried to kill me. And I told her, I said, and I'm still scarred for life. She said, you're crazy. I wanted her to realize how crazy she was yelling at me about something that something happened. stupid. Stupid. Okay. So what you did was another form of deflection and manipulation. Probably something she has to talk to a therapist about too. Probably, but too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, you said No, that- I think I said, how's that therapy working for you? Robin, why is that a boomer thing? You love saying that to me. You're like, oh, what are you going to complain to your therapist about it? That, that's not a threat to us. We talk out our feelings. I have a fucking podcast for Lord's sake. That I, I, Heather, This is my therapy. I, that's right. It is therapy. And I have my closet. What do you do in your closet, mom? I, you try on outfits? I try and then, on outfits and pretend I'm going somewhere. And you're going to start going somewhere because we're going to get you a new set of friends. I think you need to be out and about with a ladies group in Atlanta. You need to go down to Cherokee Country Club, have a glass of wine, meet some other fabulous ladies in town and do the thing. I think you need a standing reservation at Storco or Le Bill Bouquet every, or fuck, at the Houston's West Paces every Wednesday. And that's your, your, your lunch day. And then you go get a facial and you go home. Do something. Meet some new people. Yeah, that's like a good If you're listening and you have a mom who's maybe widowed or divorced around the same age as Robin, she wants to go out. You can DM me. And maybe in the DM, you could put put the um, the angel emoji. Put the angel emoji and let's get a ladies group together and it'll be ladies who lunch and we'll, we'll get it together. That would be really fun. Hold on, I'm going to open the door real quick. Yeah, ladies <sighs> who lunch. I think it's a good idea. Can we talk about my shoes? You know, the shoes I bought, the shoes you have on, what are those golden goose shoes that golden you have gooses. on? Golden Yes, and I bought a pair of shoes at Old Navy with little stars on them and I painted them and they are so so cool. They are. You look, Mom, you also have had a shirt from Old Navy that you cut up yes, to, my, to, to be a knockoff rag and bone yeah, shirt. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I know. You do. I Listen, love a bargain. I have a question. I'm what? heading to Boston soon. You're coming to the shows. Your family's there. What right. do we? What should we expect from Boston Robin? Because I have a lot of fun material that I'm going to work out on stage about you. And I'll let you defend yourself, your, defend yourself. But my thing is, Mom, there's you and then there's Boston Robin. And you've never really... I've only been back to Boston with you once, and that was what 20 do you years mean, ago. Boston Robin? Mom, you have an alter ego. You're Robin, but the real you is like, is, it's like snarky, a hustler. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You're giving guys 1-800-dial-a-prayer. Yeah, I did. You have a safe place. Like, it things, like, what did you do in a previous life? Because dad used to always say, I know your mom was a bank robber, a jewel thief, something. Maybe a drug dealer. Like, he, no, dad I wasn't was convinced. Never. Dad was convinced you were some shady boots businesswoman. No, I wasn't. I was a goody two-shoes. I actually was a goody two-shoes, Heather. I know. You had a rough home life. Yeah. I was a goody two-shoes. And I used to go to the disco. That's what we did in those days. And when a slow song would come on, I would run into the ladies' room because I didn't want to bump and grind with someone. Because they, I don't know, do they do that now? Do they bump and grind? Yeah. They bump, they pussy pop in a handstand. Do you know what that means? No. So you get in a handstand and you put your feet, just open the door, it's rigatoni. And you put your feet up on the wall and then then you pop your pussy. Yeah, it's wild. Just leave it open, mom. Leave the door open. I can't even do a fucking podcast and let my husband watch the dog. It's like yeah. I asked so little. I know. The I Rangers would... are on. It's God. like, like, help me. Help me help you. Yeah. Well, well, right. He's well, being good. He'll lay down. Yeah, he'll, he'll lay, lay down. down. Go lay down. Go lay down, Riggs. So anyways. No, but the reason I would go in the ladies' room, because one time I was um, dancing slow with this ding dong. 
and he had an erection and he was trying to grind into, and I kept turning myself to the side. So he was like sticking it in my, um, the side of my leg. And I thought, I'm not, wait a minute. What song was on? I don't know. Some slow song. Heather was in the late sixties. And this man had an erection. Yes. Do you remember his name? We will also murder him when we get to Boston. No, because it wasn't ladies. Mom, they still do that. They all have a boner. They're all trying to grind on you on the dance yeah, floor. Yeah, that's what he was doing. He yeah, was grinding. It's but disgusting. he ground into my leg. Yeah, and you probably had a bruise. I did. It's called a mushroom head. If um, you get a bruise from a penis, it's a mushroom head. I didn't know that. I think that's what it's called. Uh-huh. I may not actually know. <clears throat> either. Do you know what a cuckold is? No. What is it? I just found this out. Hold on. Jeff, come here. I need you on the podcast real quick. Now, I'm going to let Jeff come in here because I didn't know what a cuckold was. And apparently, I don't know shit about shit. And Jeff, I want him to explain to the audience and explain to you what a cuckold is. Come here. I need you to get on my mic and I need you to explain to my mother what a cuckold is. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Come here. No. No, no. I need you to explain. Google it. No, Jeff, just fucking explain, please. No, you can. uh, Come, Jeff, we don't have time. Google it. Explain. I'll I'll go like this so I'm not to embarrass you. So what am I doing? <laughs> Explain what a cuckold is to my mom. Um, <laughs> a cuckold? What, a cu- what's yeah. the PG version of this? Just say it, Jeff. You thought she was dead on the toilet the other day. What? What? Just say it. Somebody who takes sexual satisfaction in being inferior to their partner, I guess, is the PG way to put that? It's like if Jeff wanted to send me out into the world, he wanted me to know that I was having sex with another man. Is that it? Uh... Yeah, it would be like if you were having sex with another guy and I knew about it and like got sexual satisfaction out of it. Like, like you. <laughs> the world is fucking nuts. Are you nuts? Jeff, take the dog with you. Take, we, 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 we need give to you finish. one job. Yeah, take we give you dog. one fucking job, Jeff. It's okay. He's being quiet right now. Just if I, if I yell for you, I need you to get him. Jeff and I were in the car the other day and he was listening to some like dude podcast and they were t- calling a guy a cuck. And I was like, what is that? And he goes, you know, a cuckold. And I was like, I don't know what this is. And then he explained it to me. It's like a derogatory term because it'd be like if Jeff got a boner, having a knowing that I'm out there getting a boner. It's fucking weird. Definitely weird. Well, the only reason I brought that up is I learn something new every day. But the point of the matter is, yes, people still grind within an erection. It's disgusting. Oh, it's gross. I just want to do the tootsie side, the What's cha-cha the- side. Oh, yeah. You know, any of them. Right. I want to do the mashed potato and not feel your Christmas ham on my leg. Yeah, no shit, Heather. I can't believe they still do that. They still do that. Yeah, gross. I mean, I used to feel bad that a guy would walk across the dance floor in front of everybody to ask you to dance. And if you didn't want to dance with them, you'd say no, and the guy would have to slither back. But then when that asshole had a boner and he... Stuck it in my um, hip. Yeah, hip. It was and you've like, got bony hips. You got a flat ass and a bony <clears throat> hip. So if somebody were to come up behind you with an erection, it's going right through you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. I've been working out. What have you been doing, Mom? Some stretches. Okay, you're not supposed to stretch, no, Mom. You're supposed I to do squats. I do, no, no. Your guy told me to wrap a rubber band around my legs. and Like a resistance band? Resistance band. Not just a rubber band they use in the office. No. And do some walks around the um, the basement, around the gym. So that's what I've been doing. Okay. And I do feel it. Uh, you do? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Well, listen, I think that's a part of your self-protection plan, too. We got to get you a juicy butt so that nobody can come behind you at the senior citizen dance and <laughs> oh, try God. and throw a Heather, boner on you. Is oh, this what I have to look forward to? What do balls to? look like as you get older? I don't know, but one of my neighbors had a husband. I think her husband passed. Yeah. But um, she said she had to get a new toilet mm-hmm. because his balls were so low that they fell in the toilet. They would fall in the water. So she had to get a taller one. Oh, so his balls didn't get wet? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Good God. But like, what do, do they just get droopy? What do they do? I I've would imagine they old, get old droopy. Balls. I haven't seen old, old balls either. Yeah, I mean, I mean dad, dad, dad was 57. Yeah, so he was, had- he was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty good. If you don't think that this is, I, like, if I were to, if my therapist were to ever listen to the podcast and then hear me talking about my dead father's right. possibly youthful balls, right. that's it. Right. I'm canceled. It's right. a wrap. She's going to go, there is no hope for you. 
Medication denied. Right. Now, poor daddy. He was a horny little guy. Oh, oh my oh, God. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Mom. No. Mom. What do you mean a horny little guy? No, he wasn't First a little all, guy. He was a big man. Yes, he was. Also, don't but, ever call him a little guy. There's something. You know what we call a little guy? Rigatoni. My little guy. Don't call yeah. dad a horny little. Yeah. My God. What is wrong He was with a you? healthy. He was healthy. Daddy was <laughs> healthy. Even on his deathbed, he was. Asked for a BJ. Yes, he did. I said, Kyle, I can't do it. You got a catheter. You got a catheter up there. Oh, plus, And that's why, Mom, I was so pissed. Why? When I saw. I don't know why I was so triggered. By It wasn't even a date for you. It was you setting up one of your friends. Right. It just sent me into orbit. It really did. I was annoyed. And then when I asked the guy about airplanes and he said he had a snarky comment back, it, it just it, it made me go nuts. I was like, fuck you. My dad flew airplanes. My dad owned airplanes. You're Look at you out there with your- RAV4. Yeah, your RAV4. Call me. Call me, sir. When you can press your fucking pants, get out of here. I, I didn't know. even notice his pants. I didn't look at anything he Mom, had on. All I know is I, it was just very triggering. And I realized that that is what it stems from. That I just thought that this guy, this daddy would never speak to me that way. Right. And I immediately didn't like his snarky tone. And then he turned to Jeff and goes, good luck. And Jeff was like, okay, okay, buddy. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Right. All hmm. I know is we have your back. I love you. But I do think... You know, women call in all the time and they say it's hard to, even in your 30s when you move somewhere new, make a new set of girlfriends. Right, that's true. And I think you haven't really set out. I think we need to get you a solid group of gals who like to go out, do reach things, and wine and dine. You know what, Heather? You're absolutely right. I've been stuck in my studio painting. And which is great. I love that I love. And I've been, you know, working for all of these other people trying to get them straight. You're right. I need to start. Moving and shaking. Focusing on yourself. Yeah, that's right. I think we will. And as soon as you start focusing on yourself and you go out there and you get some great girlfriends, I think that's when it's going to open the door to, you know, other things. Yeah, that's true. Which is when you run your drug empire. What drug empire? Mom, come on. You are a hustler. Boston Robin's going to come out. What was the shadiest thing you ever did in Boston? (sighs) The shadiest thing I ever did in Boston. Well, I went on a date one time and showed up at this guy. I had this friend of mine. Can I say his name? Is he alive? Probably. Yeah, he's alive, but I think he's senile, so it probably doesn't matter. His name was, that was Bob. Okay. And Bob picked me up and I had a wedding dress on. It, just for fun. Yeah. Just to had, fuck with him? Yeah, just to mess with him. I had a wedding <laughs> dress on. He picked me up and he said, oh, you look nice. And we went to this little French restaurant and people were sending glasses of wine over. And we were in this restaurant, you know, all the little restaurants in Boston are in like little, um, they're old. Yeah. So as quaint. I'm sitting, they're quaint. So as I'm sitting there um, eating some French soup or something, a piece of the ceiling fell out. What do you mean? You got hit with the lamp? A light? Yeah, I got hit a with cam some light? Pla- I got hit with some- <laughs> Did you get a free meal? some plaster. No, they just brushed me off. Mom, some- this was not an antique quaint restaurant. I think <laughs> it was this was a probably- shithole. <laughs> and I'm in a wedding dress. Oh God, that was so funny. You did get a free meal. I don't know. He paid for it. Okay, but I know Bob. I he is alive and he's cheap as fuck. So I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah. he no. He probably did that on purpose. He probably went to the bathroom, crawled up in the rafters, and shook the ceiling a little bit. Also, that's that's a great idea. If you are low on funds and you need to, you want a couple free meals, go and act like you're a bride. Just go with a friend and pretend you're a bride and groom at a restaurant. It'd be right outside of town yeah. so nobody knows you and see if you can get some free stuff. Right. Oh, you could go by yourself. You could go by yourself in a wedding left, dress. I was left at the, the altar. altar. Oh, oh, that's a snap. That's cool. I bet people would just hand you cash. You know what I mean? If I yeah. saw a bride by herself yeah. at the bar just woofing down some. Yeah. You know, I was left martinis. at the altar and you could, you know, maybe have like mascara running down your face. See, this is the hustler. Yeah. This is the boss. Oh, Robin. yeah, that would be do so anything. much fun. She would do anything for a free meal and that's why we love her. <laughs> All right, if you're listening and you have a mom who would like to join Robin's Ladies Who Lunch. Ladies um, Who Lunch. And I think it could be fun. I think it could be really fun. Please DM me, put a little angel in the DM when you hear this on Wednesday. I will be looking out for those. Let's get a girls group together. I think yeah. this could be fun. Mom, I love you sharing your wisdom with us. I know you're such an intricate, obviously, part of the podcast and a part of my life. And, you know, when people say, who do you want to be brought on the podcast? They always just want you. They're like, Robin, Robin, these stories are 
wholesome, terrifying, and also fraudulent because she definitely re- rehearsed and recited Grease Lightning tonight and no, Charlie Heather, and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Heather, that is absolutely true. I'm kidding, true. Mom. I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah, that was absolutely wow, true. Wow, got really defensive and yes. deflected. Yeah. Well, where's so what, you know what we could play? Or what? sorry, not play. What we could name the new group is Robin's Safe Place. Robin's Safe Place. No, it's a, no, I like it. It's a lady. It's a it's a place for ladies to have fun. Right. It's deviant. It's not as it's not like a shelter. Right. Robin's Safe Place, a club for ladies who like to lunch and take Ubers home. Right. Oh, you, I have to tell you this. One Let last me just, thing. One last thing. I was sitting at the bar the other night. Yeah, at the club? Well, I better not say the club because the guy might recognize what I'm going to say. And a friend of ours who was a doctor came over and he didn't think I heard him. And he said to him, "Um, how much are the testosterone shots at your place? And I'm thinking, (gasps) oh my God, he's going, instead of getting the pill, you just go and get a shot and I guess it lasts longer. And you know what? This is the bullshit of it all, Mom. Right. Because we still got to deal with hysterectomies and the other bullshit. Yep. And these men go get, like, they're getting a fucking B12 shot and they get a boner. Yeah. They get a boner shot. Yeah, a boner shot. You know, the most, the oldest saying in the book, if men could get pregnant, you could have an abortion at an ATM. That's some bullshit. Right, and if men, yeah, if men could have babies, there wouldn't be any. Yeah, because they couldn't. Handle it. Yeah. When I see Eve, one of these, when yeah. we're, it's all said and done yeah. and I get to punch see Eve, twat. I'm going to punch her in the face. Yeah. Twat. Yeah. Because yeah. she's a twat. Yep. You ate that apple, bitch. Look what happened to me. <laughs> I had to go on a date with a midget. Uh, sorry, little. I had to go on a date with a little person who owned a chocolate factory. <laughs> right. And then I went to a restaurant dressed as a bride to get a free meal. And then the ceiling fell in on me. Everything about this is probably going to get me canceled. Anyway, No, you won't get canceled, Heather. I love you. I mean it. I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who came out on tour this weekend. It was such a magical weekend. I'm so, so grateful. I will see you Cincinnati. Then we have two shows in Minneapolis. Then we have three shows in New York, two shows in Boston. It is going to be crazy. Please send your thoughts and prayers with me over the next week. I am going to be exhausted but thriving, and I can't wait to see you guys out at the shows. Again, you can go to heatherontour.com. And in the meantime, between time, if you got a mom who wants to party, let her come to Robin's Safe Place. Oh, that sounds good. See you on the flip side. Now make me some chamomile tea, bitch. Okay. Arrivederci, Chabella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.